Good evening, and uh, welcome back to New Ostrog, the Canadian Orthodox Monastery of All Saints of North America in the OCA, the Orthodox Church in North America. And we are continuing our discussion. Uh, we had been asked the questions about orthodoxy and free will, which we discussed at some length. This evening, since we're talking about an introduction to the Orthodox faith, we're going to discuss uh, liturgical divine services. And we'll use a number of broadcasts for that because there are certain aspects to the liturgical services that are of great importance. And after that, we'll start a little introduction to Orthodox Christian iconography. And I'll recommend uh, two books about the subject of the liturgical services from Synaxis Press. We've given away a number of free books. These two uh, are not available free, but one can order them from Synaxis Press. And one is uh, Understanding the Divine Liturgy, Scripture in the Liturgy. And it contains also a discussion of the meaning of the liturgical cycle. It's uh, the first part of the book. And I think it would be very useful uh, for for anyone who's really interested in pursuing the subject a little a little more, without getting into too great of technical details. The other one would be the commemoration of the dead, explaining the liturgical services for or memorial services which we have, but explaining them without the sort of fantastic tales and stories that many of you have heard that come from Gnostic sources or what are called pseudo-epigraphica, that is, writings that are falsely attributed to some famous or well-known person. And uh, the, the discussion about the memorial services in that booklet are really taken directly from the great Orthodox Christian liturgists, or those who were teaching the meaning of liturgical services recognized and acknowledged by the Church, St. Simeon of Thessaloniki, and the Didascalion of the Twelve Apostles. Uh, tonight, though, we're going to take uh, the, our first step into looking at the liturgical cycle. And I'm going to open it by discussing the liturgical prayer healing service. I think it's important to look at it because when we have a healing service in the Orthodox Church, the priest is never the message. The Holy Spirit is the message. When you look at televangelists and so-called healing services on television, almost all of which have been exposed as frauds, it's always the me healing service, the Billy Hinn or uh, Joe Schmo healing service. And we have these traveling circuses around too, which are called healing services with the big banner that says, come expecting miracles. And in every case, the person who's doing the praying or the shrieking or howling or whatever that particular person does is the message. Benny Hinn is the message in his program. Jesus Christ is not. The grace of the Holy Spirit is not. They may occasionally be mentioned in passing, but it's very clear 
that Benny Hinn is himself the message. We have yet to see someone with one of these traveling snake oil shows who has the Jesus Christ healing service or the Holy Spirit healing service. It's always the me healing service. Now, when we have a liturgical service for healing, this is something that, first of all, follows exactly what the Apostle has told us. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the presbyters of the church to come and anoint him with oil with prayer. And this is exactly what happens in a liturgical healing service. The person comes together. It's interesting that the Apostle says presbyters in the plural. We try to get as many priests as possible, or clergy, and generally seven is, is a desired number. Because there are seven healing, uh, seven gospel readings and seven apostle readings that deal with healing that have been selected from the scripture. And uh, so whenever possible, we, we will gather seven people or sometimes even more, as we do here at our great healing service on All Saints Sunday. And uh, when we gather in the church, we read the seven apostles, the seven gospel readings, and the seven prayers of healing and light a candle with each with each one and bless the oil and then those who have come together for prayers for healing are anointed with the blessed olive oil now in this case because it is a liturgical service the priest can never be the message because every parish every priest, every congregation throughout the world can serve this same service in the same way with the same words. So the focus can only be on the grace of the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the things that liturgical services do. They focus the divine services away from the individual priest and on to our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Liturgical services prevent us from forming a cult of the personality around a given preacher. And they rivet us on the grace of the Holy Spirit because every priest can serve these services equally. The fulfillment of the prayers for healing does not depend on the preacher. It depends on the grace of the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the great things about our liturgical divine services, constantly focusing us not on the preacher, not on the priest who's serving, but on our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ and the grace of the Holy Spirit. And all liturgical services are like that because they all uh, are served equally by every priest, everywhere. So this is the first thing that we want to say about the liturgical divine services. There is a great deal more to say, but uh, this is a good introduction and a good step toward beginning to understand why God commanded in the Old Testament the people to worship him in a liturgical service 
with a fixed liturgical sequence, with a fixed cycle of divine services throughout the year. In the Old Testament, in Israel, the temple, which had icons in it, followed a liturgical service. The psalms that we read in the Psalter are mostly liturgical psalms, which would have been used in the temple divine liturgy. So uh, this is our beginning and our introduction to it. And as I have done for the last few nights, since sometimes we've been cut off before we finish uh, what we're saying, I'm going to chat just a few minutes in order to fill in time so that if we're cut off, it won't be part of the program that I actually wanted to address to you. Uh, it won't really matter. This evening I'm finishing the life or biography of the great 20th 